Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to our book reading for today, When the Moon Split, a biography of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The book has been compiled by Saifur Rahman Mubarak Puri. We continue on page 159, Expedition Against Banu Qaynuka. Even though the victory at Badr was decisive, it did not spell a reprieve for the Muslims. In fact, each tribe among the pagans and Jews took it upon itself to keep up the pressure by harassing the Muslim state. The Jews of Banu Kainuka engaged in openly hostile acts, and when the Prophet, peace be upon him, called on them to refrain, they retorted derisively, Do not delude yourself, Muhammad, just because some naive fools and simpletons have entered your fold, should you ever fight against us, you will test our mettle as men of valor. The Prophet, peace be upon him, responded with his customary patience, which brought forth even more provocation from Banu Kainuka. Banu Kainuka started a clash in the marketplace, which resulted in the death of a Muslim and a Jew. This time the Prophet wasallam dealt with them firmly. He ordered the Muslims to besiege the enemy. It was Saturday, the middle of Shawwal, second after Hijrah. After holding out a fortnight, Banu Kainuka laid down their arms on the night of the new moon of Al-Qaeda. The Prophet ﷺ expelled them, driving them away toward Adrat in Syria, where most of them died shortly afterwards. Meanwhile, Abu Sufyan was still smarting over the defeat at Badr. He thirsted for another military encounter, one which he felt sure would go their way, and swore he would not bathe until he had fought with Muhammad wasallam again. With an army of 200 men, he came to Medina seeking to acquit himself of his oath. Intent on spreading destruction, they raided a settlement named Arid, hacked and burned a number of precious date trees, and got away after killing two of the Ansar. When the Prophet ﷺ received news of the raiders, he and his followers went out in pursuit. Abu Sufyan and his men succeeded in eluding the Prophet ﷺ, who pursued them until Karkarat al-Qadr. In trying to get away swiftly, the Quraysh were forced to get rid of most of their valuable provisions, especially the cornmeal, or sawik, from which the expedition got its name. The next thorn in the Muslim side was Ka'ab bin Ashraf, an extremely wealthy Jewish poet whose enmity for the Muslims and their prophet, peace be upon him, was unrelenting. Ka'ab would use his considerable poetic talent to compose and recite derogatory verses against the prophet, peace be upon him, his companions and the honor of Muslim women, while he eulogized these sworn enemies and incited them to fight the Muslims. Immediately after the Battle of Badr, he travelled to Makkah to stir up passions. To an already bloodthirsty and enraged Quraysh, he orated at length, bidding them to extract vengeance for their defeat. Ka'ab was a skilled demagogue, and given the high esteem poetry and poets had in Arab society, his words worked a spell on the Quraysh. His call for revenge was welcome, as was his assurance that the Quraysh were on a higher spiritual plane than the Muslims. He exhorted them to learn a lesson from what had happened with Banu Kainuka. The Quraysh were a willing audience, and they swore to act on Kaab's advice. Having wound up his propaganda campaign against the Muslims, Kaab returned to Medina to continue his subversive acts against the Muslim state. 
When the Prophet, peace be upon him, heard about Kaab's return to Medina, he said to his companions, Kaab bin Ashraf has offended Allah and his messenger. Who will rid me of him? In response to the Prophet's call, Muhammad bin Muslima, Ubad bin Bashir, Abu Na'ila, Harith bin Aus, and Abu Aus bin Jabir volunteered their services. Muhammad bin Muslima was appointed the head of the mission and accordingly thought up a plan. But since it involved subterfuge, he sought the Prophet's consent before putting his plan into action. Having received the Prophet's permission to entrap Kaab, Muhammad bin Muslima went to Kaab. After Kaab's initial weariness had worn off, Muhammad confided, This man, indicating the Prophet, peace be upon him, came to us asking for charity, but he has put us to great trouble. Muhammad bin Muslima's words had the desired effect. Kaab exclaimed with joy, By God, you people will tire of him even more in the future. Now that Muhammad had gained Kaab's confidence, he requested a loan of wheat or dates, leaving his weapon as collateral. His request was granted. Next came Abu Na'ila with a similar complaint. He confided that some of his companions held the same unfavorable opinion of the Prophet, peace be upon him, and that he would bring them to Kaab, as they were also in need of Kaab's help. Kaab graciously agreed to meet them at a later date, delighted at finding more and more disenchanted Muslims through whom he could hurt the Prophet. It was the 14th of Rabi al-Awwal, the third of the Hijrah, and the full moon was shining down on Kaab as he lay with his new wife in his fortress. When the five armed Muslims called out to him, Kaab readily went down to see them, disregarding his wife's pleas to take care. He was so complacent about his success in finding collaborators that even the sight of the Muslims' weapons did not startle him. He certainly did not see himself as their target. They set out on a stroll. Abu Na'ila complimented Kaab about his perfume and asked permission to smell his head. Flattered, Kaab obligated. Abu Na'ila sniffed Kaab's head and then, holding Kaab's head in his hands, bade his companions smell the fragrance as well. He asked to do so again and was allowed to smell the fragrance once more. When Kaab's head was securely in his grasp, Abu Na'ila urged his comrades, Seize this enemy of Allah! Instantly, the others struck with their swords, but with no success. Finally, Muhammad bin Muslima used his axe to strike Kaab's abdomen, and the axe cleaved his body. Kaab died screaming horribly. The sound of the disturbance roused Kaab's men, who lit torches around the top of the fort, but they did not find the five men who got away, having silenced their most vocal enemy at last. Kaab's death greatly demoralized the Jews. In the newfound sense of discretion, they decided against open warfare upon the Muslims and went underground, and the Muslims were safe for a while from harassment. And that's where we leave our book reading for today. We're reading from the book, When the Moon Split, a biography of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu wasallam. The book has been compiled by Saifur Rahman Mubarak Puri. If you would like to download this and other podcasts, you're welcome to do so. Go to vocfm.iono.fm and click on the book reading channel. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.